morning, it's February 14th, and this is your Daily Brief in World News. Here's everything you need to know. The Russian government has escalated tensions with the Baltic states by issuing an international arrest warrant for Estonian Prime Minister Kaja Kallas, along with other Baltic politicians. This move comes in retaliation for the removal of Soviet-era monuments in the Baltic nations, a decision that followed Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Despite the issuance of these warrants, the likelihood of arrest for these politicians remains low unless they enter Russian territory. Amidst these developments, Estonia's Foreign Intelligence Service has sounded the alarm over Russia's military ambitions. According to their assessment, Russia is gearing up for a military confrontation with the West within the next decade, with plans to bolster forces along its border with NATO members Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania. However, the immediate threat of a military attack from Russia is considered unlikely, given its current military engagement in Ukraine and the anticipated counter-response from Europe. In response to the growing tensions and the potential threat, Estonia has been proactive in strengthening its territorial defense. Since the onset of the war in Ukraine, 4,000 Estonian volunteers have joined the Estonian Defense League, showcasing the nation's readiness to counter any possible Russian offensive. These actions underscore the deepening rift between Russia and the Baltic states, rooted in historical and political disputes. As the situation evolves, further details are expected to emerge, highlighting the ongoing complexities in the relationship between Russia, the Baltic states, and the broader NATO alliance. In the Gaza Strip, the city of Rafah is bracing for a potential ground assault by Israeli forces amid escalating conflict. This move comes despite vocal opposition from international leaders, including Australian Prime Minister Anthony Albanese, who have urged Israel to reconsider its plans. The humanitarian crisis in Rafah has intensified, with the city's population swelling from 275,000 to an estimated 1.4 million as people seek refuge from ongoing Israeli bombings. This influx has left residents trapped and engulfed in fear and uncertainty, turning Rafa into a critical humanitarian concern. The situation is further compounded by the financial struggles of the UN Relief and Works Agency, which is on the brink of financial collapse due to halted donations. This threatens its ability to deliver essential aid to those affected. The dire circumstances have exacerbated the need for sanitation, shelter, and health care, leaving the population traumatized. Amidst these challenges, the international community continues to call for a peaceful resolution to the conflict, highlighting the urgent need for diplomacy and humanitarian support in the region. A recent study published in Nature Communications has brought to light a dire situation for polar bears in Churchill, Manitoba. These majestic creatures are facing the brink of starvation as they struggle to find food during the increasingly lengthy ice-free periods. Traditionally reliant on sea ice to hunt seals, the bears are now forced to either fast or resort to eating berries, neither of which suffices to maintain their weight. The study presents a grim projection. By the 2050s, polar bears may not be able to survive in areas such as Churchill due to the extended periods of fasting required before the sea ice reforms in western Hudson Bay. This situation places polar bear populations in Canada, Alaska, Siberia, Svalbard, and Greenland under severe threat, highlighting the urgent need for action against climate change. The research underscores the polar bear's limited ability to adapt to the rapidly changing climate. Lisa Johnson, the author of the study, 
emphasizes the importance of minimizing other causes of mortality for polar bears and suggests implementing non-lethal measures to keep them away from communities. These findings underscore the pressing need for concerted conservation efforts to mitigate the impact of climate change on these vulnerable populations, ensuring their survival for generations to come. High-level officials from the US, Egypt, Israel, and Qatar are currently gathered in Cairo, engaging in critical negotiations aimed at brokering a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. The focus of these talks is twofold, to dismantle Hamas's military capabilities and to secure the release of hostages, marking a pivotal moment in the efforts to restore peace. Significant progress is being reported with strides being made towards reaching a ceasefire agreement. This progress is attributed to the concerted efforts of the U.S. alongside other nations, demonstrating a unified front in the quest for peace. In a parallel development, South Africa has taken a significant step by lodging an urgent request with the International Court of Justice, highlighting concerns over Israel's military operations in Rafah. This move underscores the growing international scrutiny and pressure for a resolution. Furthermore, the U.S. has articulated a strong commitment to the success of the ceasefire negotiations, emphasizing its dedication to doing everything possible to facilitate an agreement. The intensity of the ongoing negotiations, coupled with the global advocacy for peace, underscores the urgent need for a peaceful resolution to the conflict in Gaza. The involvement of multiple countries in the negotiation process reflects the international community's desire for stability and peace in the region. Senegal is currently grappling with a severe political crisis, marked by ongoing deadly protests. The unrest was sparked by President Macky Sall's decision to postpone the presidential election until December. In response to a planned march in Dakar, authorities imposed a ban, which only served to escalate tensions. The fallout has been significant. Three lives lost, numerous injuries, and widespread property damage. Amidst the turmoil, mobile internet access has been suspended drawing criticism for the government's forceful approach, including arrests and the mistreatment of journalists. The United Nations has stepped in, urging for a peaceful resolution within the country's constitutional frameworks. President Saul, on his part, has proposed dialogue and hinted at the possibility of amnesty for prisoners. However, the international community remains concerned. The EU, USA, African Union, and ECOWAS have all voiced apprehensions about the delayed election and the government's harsh crackdown. This crisis is not only a threat to Senegal's long-standing tradition of stability and democratic governance, but has also led to a noticeable decline in flight searches to the country, signaling a broader impact on its global standing. This has been your daily brief in world news. To read more about these stories, follow the links in the episode bio. You can also subscribe to these updates via email at www.brief.news. For more daily podcasts about the topics you love, visit brief.news forward slash podcasts. Tune in tomorrow. We'll be back with everything you need to know.